Thank you, Yoni. So as we approach March, we're getting ready in Jerusalem for the Jerusalem Marathon. And I'm here sitting today. I'm sitting with BD Deutsch, who is also known as Speedy BD. Hi, BD. How are you? Hi, I'm good. So I know you've been interviewed before by Nachum Siegel, and everybody knows you as the the woman, the religious woman who won the Jerusalem Marathon last year. But you've done so much more since then. What other marathons have you been part of? I am Israel's national champion now in the Tavaria Marathon. I also won the half marathon championship, and I just recently won the Tel Aviv half marathon. Um, and I'm really grateful for all these incredible running opportunities. The truth is your story is so inspirational because it's not like you've been running for years and years, right? Did you recently start professional running? Yes. Um, this past Friday, I just celebrated my three-year running anniversary. Three years ago, I ran my first marathon in Tel Aviv in 2016. And if you had told me uh, today I would be Israel's champion, I would have laughed in your face. So <laughs> it's been quite a journey. And one day we might even be able to say that you're representing Israel in the Olympics. So like this journey's just starting for you, I think. God willing. I hope so. That's my dream. So well, I follow you on Facebook. I'm sure a lot of um, people listening also follow you. Um, there's a lot more to your running. Like you're an incredible person because every time you run, first of all, you write a really inspirational religious kind of message about what you were thinking while you were running. How does religion play into what you're doing? Um, I, I believe that my running's a gift from Hashem and that it's not something I can really fully take credit for and that I, I find running to be a really spiritual experience. Um, and every race, I'm, I walk away with like a whole new um, appreciation for my body and also my connection with Hashem grows even more. And I think being in the, the intensity of a race gives you an opportunity to connect to God in a way that I don't have in my everyday life at all. So beyond just the physical like awesome experience of running, there's a very powerful spiritual experience for me as well. So I think one of the things that makes the Jerusalem Marathon so unique, I mean, it, I mean, it happens at other marathons, but it's a central part of the Jerusalem Marathon is that everyone running is running for a cause and everyone finds a personal connection to that cause. So I asked, um, Daniel, I asked Hadassah Pardes, who is the founder of Beit Daniela, and she's Beatty's aunt, to come and sit with us also and tell us a little bit about Beit Daniela, and the, which is the organization that Beatty is raising money for when, when she does all of her different marathons. So, Hadassah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about the background of what Beit Daniela is and who Daniela was. Okay. Um... Beit Daniela is a rehabilitative day center for youth. Um, it's a center that we're opening up in Tzor Hadassah. Actually, we're opening up next week, so the timing is amazing. Wow. Um, we've just opened up registration. So it's for kids um, that are struggling with mental health issues and that um, need a a place that can help them transition back into their families and their schools and their lives. Um, we're mostly uh, focusing on kids that are coming out of psychiatric hospitalizations and that need a transition before they go back to their schools and their communities. Um, we're also helping kids that are um, that have maybe not have been have, have not maybe been um, 
hospitalized, but that aren't able to attend uh, regular schools. And our aim is to help to get them back into their regular life and their regular schools. So most of the kids will be with us for a few months. Um, and it's a day center, so people will come in the morning and stay until the afternoon. Um, and do you do workshops or different um, lectures for the family members too, to know how to help these children come back into their family units in society? Definitely, definitely. So we definitely recognize the, the, the role of the parents and we're there to help the parents and to guide the parents and we're giving direction to the parents on how to help their kids, how to support their kids and how to get through this, this difficult time that their families are going through. So Bidi, tell me a little bit about when you first started running for Beit Daniela. Last year, about a week before the Jerusalem Marathon, um, almost in a spontaneous uh, decision, we decided to make a campaign for Beit Daniela and a small team of runners to run in the Jerusalem Marathon and raise money for this incredibly important cause. Um, thank God, both because of the support of so many people and the publicity um, I got from being on the podium and winning, we managed to raise almost $25,000 from our campaign, which really helped us get off the ground and launch in such a short time. We still are seeking donations to continue the renovations and support our incredible um, staff and team that we've assembled to help these children get back to themselves as quickly as possible and to empower their parents. And we are again running this year in the Jerusalem Marathon, hoping to raise 180,000 shekel. And all contributions can be made online at our new site, um, both in Israel and from America. Um, the link can also be found on BeitDaniela.org. Fantastic. And usually when BD runs in, in a marathon or in a race, if you follow her on Facebook, you'll read all about it. And there's always a link there for donations. Um, just curious, did you end up getting people who were interested and wanted to donate after you won? Like people became in touch with you after the marathon? Yes, really much more of the donations came in after I won the Jerusalem Marathon. Um, and Whenever I post something on Facebook, I always get like a lot of positive feedback and comments, and I always encourage people. I'm like, if you like what I'm doing and you like my running, just just donate. That's all I need. No likes, no comments. Just give some money. <laughs> so I think people don't realize that something like this didn't exist before you created it. This is something new. Like the the system is in place for people for children who need to go to psychiatric centers, but then coming back into their regular life was kind of left to the family themselves. Is that right? So we discovered that the hard way. Um, our daughter, Daniela, was sick with anorexia, and she was hospitalized in Hadassah uh, for a few months. And then when she came out of the hospitalization, she came home, and um, there was no day center where we could send her. She tried to get back into her school. Um, she was there for a few weeks in her school, but we quickly realized that it wasn't going to work, that she just had, uh, that it was just too hard after being cut off from her life and her friends and after, you know, the, the, the experience of the hospitalization coupled with the illness itself just made it too hard to her, for her to get back into normal life. And she needed something that would be a gentle, gentle transition. Um, I can see here also a beautiful picture of her with a dog. Like, what's the connection with animal therapy for children struggling with these so issues? So, Beit Daniela is going to provide schooling and therapy and work through 
uh, animals and dogs and horses. Um, we saw with Daniela that something that really helped her a lot was to work in a kennel. When after she, after we realized that she couldn't attend her school, we looked for places for her to to work and to you know find um, an activity and a structure. So we found a therapeutic kennel in Moshav Ora where she used to go in the morning, every morning, and she used to go and work with the dogs. And she was, um, well, it gave her structure. It gave her a reason to get up in the morning. It gave her something that she liked doing. It gave her status. It, and she really learned also the skills of taking care of dogs. Um, and then in the afternoons, she went to the clinic where she was, um, where she was in therapy for her eating disorder. Um, what will your new center offer these children that's going to actually help them reintegrate back into life, into their everyday life? So our center is going to offer um, basically three main things. One is schooling so that the kid doesn't get too far behind in their academic work. Um, the other one is group therapy. Um, we're going to have DBT sessions, we're going to have sessions for the parents, we're going to have body image sessions, we're going to have uh, sessions on eating, um, and we're going to have eating itself, I mean three meals a day and uh, a kitchen. We actually renovated a beautiful kitchen, the kids are going to prepare their own food. Um, and the third main thing is that we're going to give the kids work to do because we really feel that kids that have a hard time being in their schools, they need to be empowered with activities that are that they like doing and that they can become skilled at and good at. Uh, and we're going to be doing that th with the use of animals. So that we're going to have uh, animal therapy, dog therapy, horse therapy. Um, I see there's like a really beautiful connection between what Beatty's doing and what you're doing. And she's building up this image of self-confidence and self-esteem. And young girls can look up to her and say, you know, in three years, she became Israel's state champion. And anyone can do it. And being religious doesn't mean you can't do something like what she's doing. And you're going to be teaching these kids to build back their self-esteem and self-confidence and be able to enter the world again feeling good and positive about themselves. Um, what else can you tell me about the future plans for Beit Daniela? Are you, do you feel like you're, how much money has BD raised for you so far? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, first let me answer, answer the first question about uh, what you said. Beit Daniela is all about empowerment. Where our mission is to empower the kids and to give them the message that um, they can do it. They can overcome they can get better they can be skilled at things they can be good at things uh, a kid that's coming out of a psychiatric hospitalization comes out really with an idea in their head that they can't do anything they've been cut off from the world they've been cut off from their friends they've been cut off from any normality in in their lives so besides having an illness they they think that they're they're just not you know they can't manage in anything and uh, when we're, we're, our mission is to give them a place where they feel safe and where they can build skills and where they can learn that, uh, yes, I can do this. 
And I also want to say that um, when we saw this really in our uh, personal experience, that when Daniela worked in the kennel, she felt responsible. She felt uh, that she had an important job to do. Because if she didn't, let's say, feed the dogs, they wouldn't be fed. Uh, she knew how to take care of them. She would give instructions to the vet, this one needs a vaccine, that one needs a vaccine. Or if parents would come with a kid that's gonna buy a little puppy, she would say, you know, this puppy is good for you or that one's good for you. She felt she was the expert. And we, we think that's a really important thing that we can give our kids. We can give them skills in a certain area, in, in some area that they choose that they're good at. And so what's the opening day so far? What do you have planned? When is Beit Daniela opening? March 1st is our official opening day. Um, our registration just opened this week. Of course, it's, you know, it's gonna, it'll be little by little because kids are gonna register now and we're in contact with all the hospitals in the city. Um, I guess the question is, is it boys and girls, religious, non-religious, what type of kids are you looking for? So Daniel is for non-denominational kids from 12 to 18, boys and girls. Um, English and Hebrew speakers, or just Hebrew speakers? I mean, Hebrew speakers. We have some of our staff has, happens to speak English, but officially it's in Israel and it's a Hebrew-speaking place. And we were, we're expecting to get kids from all three hospitals, the three hospitals in Jerusalem that have uh, psychiatric wards for youth. Um, they're all partnered partners with us, and they're sitting on our... Also, they're, they're sitting on our um, uh, advisory board. Of, board. Advisory board and we we have partnerships with them so they're expecting to send us kids that come out of their hospitalization if they think they're appropriate they'll send them to us so this is very very humbling today to be sitting with both of you you both are doing really incredible things for the city and for the the people living in the city if you want to find more information you can go to bait daniela b-e-i-t d-a-n-i-e-l-l-a dot org um, and maybe just to end off, Beatty, what kind of message would you give to like the younger generation out there watching you with your running and running for a cause, not just STOM running? Um, two things, that whatever talent you're given, whatever gift you're given, use it to make a positive change in the world. Um, and we all have strengths that we're sometimes not even aware of. And that whatever you want to accomplish and whatever you set your mind to, you can do and not to be afraid to take a risk, to uh, push yourself out of your comfort zone, but to dream big and, you know, the sky's the limit and really anything's possible. Fantastic. I look forward to sitting with both of you in a year from now and hearing all about all the great work you've both done and accomplished in a year. So God willing. All right. And we look forward to, to watching you run in the Jerusalem Marathon in a couple of weeks. And Hadassah, thank you so much for sharing your story. And it's incredible how quickly you've built up this organization um, in memory of your daughter. So thank you so much for sharing. And now back to you, Yoni.